Welcome to a new year with Talking About You with Estra, radio and podcast. Bringing car accident support to the injured, those facing insurance company and employer ERISA challenges, covert and overt surveillance against those involved in collisions, along with car accident general topics. This is Estra from Seattle, Washington, USA opening up the lines of communication to those involved in car wrecks or those interested in making life better for the millions dealing with car accident collision concerns. If this is you, dial in today to the program and be a part of the solution. Don't let fear stop you from helping others. Believe me, we are all in this together. Let's get talking. Welcome, Saturday Night listeners, to Talking About You with Estra. I'm glad you're here and ready to talk about insurance companies who don't pay you. I remember in the 70s how companies treated their employees more like family and not with word service, but with actions and deeds. The wealth got richer, and the poor people some way and in most cases got what they needed to survive. There was a trust and a common respect. In the future decades, in the future decades, things began to change. Corporations decided they had to take care of themselves first, and employees came in third or fourth on their list if they were lucky. And when employers began putting their employees after investors, employees started doing the same thing for corporations. Thus, the relationship changed and for the worst. Selfishness had become the end thing, and we all had to suffer for creating a culture of not being considerate to others. Insurance companies who don't pay out their insurers have followed the same premise. Investors have come before policyholders, and this has hurt everyone, and frankly, our society as a whole. For far too long, this has been... For far too long, this has been a secret many haven't spoke about yet, and that's about when insurance companies don't pay you. Because of fear, being bullied, and problems of survival, often that happen to policyholders. Have you ever wondered why insurance companies talking about policyholders but never talk about when they don't pay them out? Do they let you know of the financial and emotional suffering people go through just because they're not receiving benefits as promised? Today is the time to tell your story on talking about you with Esther because millions of you have these stories and it's time, it's time to tell them. So use the hashtag tell Esther on Twitter. Uh, unfortunately, the um, the hackers, online insurance hackers, they really don't want to know, want you to know why they're not paying you. So they totally annihilated the system for tonight. But the good news is I'm still here with you, can get you the information that you need to know, and will continue to move forward. And that's my best advice for any individuals who are coming up against insurance companies who refuse to pay, uh, practice intimidation tactics, are downright bullies, will hack your system and knock you offline or whatever it takes to stop, if they can, a show from moving forward. But I've got good news for you. I will never give up. I will never give in. 
and I will continue to provide you with the necessary information for you to make it through the insurance claim process a little better. So use hashtag tell Estra. And the, the phone number for future reference for, to call in is 718-766-4385 so that you can actually share with me your experiences with insurance companies after filing a claim and then refusing to give you any benefits or settlements. Again, use the hashtag TellEstra. You can actually use it. I'm out there on Facebook. I'm talking about you with Estra or on um, Twitter at hashtag tell Esther or uh, Esther's radio show. So Esther Seattle is also out there and Esther's blog tips, just in case you're actually linked in. And make sure that you actually go ahead and follow me on any of those that you're re- you uh, regularly use because I would love to be able to connect with you and share some of the stories. And also, uh, if you're a Washingtonian, be sure to start looking out for there's going to be an initiative for to, to actually that we want to submit to uh, our legislature. We need about 246,000, let's just round it up, 247,000 signatures to be able to get it on the ballot. Because personally, when, in, when insurers, in other words, insured, known as the policyholders who pay years, months, uh, or I don't know, it could however long that you actually connected to an insurance company and paid them premiums, you expect that if you're involved in a collision that they'll actually pay you. Uh, but obviously that's not always the case. And a lot of times people don't know that it's happening. So when you go to actually uh, sign up for a new insurance company, you might want to ask them and say, uh, do you always pay out your insurance or what, what don't you pay or how many don't you pay out? Oh, is there a race or gender breakdown that you can tell me about the people you haven't paid or why you haven't paid them? And also make sure that they don't use the tactics, which we'll talk about today, uh, of insurance fraud. There's a lot of insurance fraud out there. Uh, there isn't a lot. It's a, there's not a lot of insurance fraud out there, just like there's not a lot of voters fraud out there. But a lot of times people want to intimidate you and bully you so that you act in a way that makes it so they look like they're doing the right things when they're not. The bottom line is, if you paid them premium, you get injured, you're hurt, you're disabled, they should pay you the bottom line. Don't let them use tricks or delays tactics that, that extend things out so that when you actually go out to them, they say, oh, well, your time's expired. Typically, your time hasn't expired. A lot of times they bully, intimidate you, and they have pretty good attorneys where people who are poor or have fewer resources, don't have a lot to protect themselves. So what happens? Unfortunately, our, our, our current, I call it our injustice system versus our justice system, because only those with the money seem to have to make the rules in our system. And I haven't seen where that's not the case. And so from my perspective, we need an initiative on the Washington ballot to say what we want is insured civil rights legislation that protects policyholders and so we can actually start here as we started many other things in Washington State or any other states. If you're out there and you're interested in, in, in actually in your state starting something like that, send it to me. Uh, you can always contact me at Estra or actually contact at estrascarwreckhelp.com. That's one word. Send me an email, and I would love to get a hold or get in contact with you and discuss some of that because it's so important for people 
who are injured or disabled in car accidents to be able to get what they were promised to. There's, most people are not, most people don't even have $500 tucked away for a rainy day. So can you imagine what happens when these people are in a collision, they're depending on insurance companies, and the insurance companies refuse to pay? What are they going to do? How are they going to respond? And another thing is insurance commissioners in every different state don't actually do things in the same way, and they don't really have a lot of power compared to these insurance companies. Some of them do take the power they have, and they use it to protect uh, policyholders. Some of them don't. Some of them work with a lot of the lobbyists. You know, we need somebody who's really going to be there in policyholders' corners or insured, that's I-N-S-U-R-E-D. I hope I spelled that right, I-N-S-U-R-E-D, insured, which is the policyholders' uh, protection. Because I assure you the insurance companies with their billions of dollars uh, have more than enough to protect themselves and to not pay up to the policyholders, which, frankly, I believe is just unfair. So, okay, so make sure that you use that hashtag tonight, tell Estra. You can do that simple, or you can actually just go out to one of my Twitter accounts. There's at Estra's Radio Show. That's one word. And uh, send me a note, because I know how important it is when insurance companies don't pay you and you have bills to pay, but you don't have the money and you're sick and you're injured, and perhaps you don't even have that much support. So you're out there just by yourself being led out there and without little or no support. So it's very important that we put things in place because it's not like they didn't promise to do the right things. They did. But for some reason they've chosen not to do the right things. And there are several companies out there that you should maybe, if you're with a company right now, whatever insurance company you're with right now, Make sure to find out really what their record is. Do they really pay out, pay out people? The insurance commissioners do have to tell you they've got a lot of people calling into them saying, hey, so-and-so insurance company is bad news, okay? So you can go out there or call your insurance commissioner and say, I want to, I'm thinking about going with this insurance company, and I want to know what's the record. I'd like to, frankly, create a scale so we'll know personally with a dislike uh the, and when you go to some other, other websites, they give them a, a, a one to five star rating or one to ten rating, something that really would let policyholders know just how insurance companies are treating them, because it's very important. That information, however, is held close to the chest to insurance companies, so don't think that this, they're just going to want to hand it over uh, easily. It's just they're not going to do that, unfortunately. So I want to take a moment uh, tonight, and you can also actually go out to part one that talked about uh, when insurance companies don't pay you and get the first part. And there were some sections on there I would have loved to have shared with you tonight if they hadn't had uh, talking about you with Astra, and so I'm having to do it uh, from a different area. But the thing I want you to make sure to know is that you need to be prepared because if they make you a target, they're going to try to intimidate you, bully you, harass you beyond belief, okay? And the thing I want you to know is no matter what they do, you can still stand and you still have support, and I guarantee you I will be here to help you through or answer the questions that I can about the things that you may face. But I can assure you that after 
seven years of harassment and intimidation, I have learned a lot, and I'm willing to share that with you. Okay. In fact, make sure that you go out to estraseattle.com, which is my blog, and take a look at there's 12 uh, disability surveillance targets out there, day one through day 12. And also we're going to put on um, 24 to, um, what is it? I'm sorry, 12 to 24 is also going to be out on Amazon. So if you want the full one, go out to Amazon in a few weeks and you'll be able to pick that one up too. Because it's really important when things are happening after an injury, and particularly a car wreck, that you know what's important and the things that may come your way that could be very harmful to you in in many different ways. The fact that you are believing that you can depend on your insurance company and they have no intentions of helping you is really a tragedy. So you need to know that just because they say they will don't mean they do. So you have to know that these are your rights. Can you make them pay you? Absolutely. You can't make them pay you. I mean, a lot of people end up in court for 10 years trying to make them. Can you imagine giving up 10 years of your life for them? I don't think so. I think there's better ways for us to use our time to come together and, and say, we've had enough of this. We won't be abused like this. We won't be harassed like this. It's time for change. So I just want to go over a couple of things that if you get in a situation where you're dealing with an insurance company that doesn't want to pay you, that these are the things that you need to know. First, be prepared for disability surveillance. And this can start off with your employer, especially if you have an ERISA program. Uh, they may go out, do their own investigation. They won't tell you. Uh, you think that you're being really and honest with them, but they're not being straight and honest with you, so it doesn't really go uh, both ways. So, first of all, make sure that everything you say is just factual to keep with the facts. Uh, I know that pain and agony and surprise and so many things that go with a car accident can stop you from, or you'll want to be able to say so many other things, but it's really important with them just to stick with the facts because they may not be in your interest. So perhaps your uh, employer will start off with disability surveillance on you. And by the way, a lot of them will use the same company. So uh, if you have, if you get injured in a car accident and it's significant, first of all, they're probably not going to want to pay you. So be prepared if you've been seriously injured to to get ready for the fight because then most of them are not going to pay pay you. And that's even when they know that they should from my perspective. So you can have your employer start off, and then maybe where they take off or they leave off, maybe your auto insurance picks up, and it's the same company. I mean, to them, it's just one rolling tab, right? Uh, to to the policyholders, it's one rolling time of suffering, confusion, and stress, right? Because you're just trying to get back or hold on to a life that you've desperately lost. No one wants to be in a position where they've been hurt in an accident and can't go on with their life. It's an awful feeling. People want to be able to live life the way in which they choose. And unfortunately, not just car accidents, but there's a multitude of things that can actually happen to someone that makes it so that they can't go on in the way in which they previously did. But from my perspective, you don't give up and you don't get discouraged and you don't give in. You decide, okay, This is the hand I have right now. 
What can I do with it? How can I move forward? How can I make my life better? Well, how can I do something different than how I could do it before if there's been a physical or a mental change? There's so many things and so such a variety of ways to pick things up and keep going. So I really want to stress, don't give up. Don't get discouraged. Don't be disenfranchised by the tactics and bullies that you will find by insurance companies, and they have tons of resources. I mean, it may simply start off as, you know, you trying to be as open as possible, helping to move the process forward. When the people you're working with, that's not their intention. Okay, so often when you find out about disability surveillance, okay, it's awful, it awful, often, oftentimes entails abuse. Because abuse, what, does, what happens when people are abused? They pull back. They become afraid. They don't act in the way in which they, sh- they would normally act, right, because of the pain. I'm going to challenge you to embrace whatever you face. Tackle it head on. Face it. Talk about it. Because one of the things abusers like is to silence people. Do not be silent. Stand up. Say what you have to say, and don't be afraid of them. Because if you're afraid of them, they're going to shut you down. And if they shut you down, they're going to shut down the next insured person. So you don't want that to happen. You want to stand up and say, no more. We need insured civil rights legislation to be passed, not only here in Washington State, but on a federal level to make it so that Everyone has the same rights and is treated with the same respect and not abused, okay? A lot of times they'll play uh, games with your benefits. Maybe they'll pay you a little of it. Maybe they'll pay you none of it. Maybe they'll just um, go for a certain period of time. Maybe they'll just delay your benefits so that before you know it, you're getting behind on so many bills and you're struggling so hard trying to get ahead. And you know what? Sometimes you go, some of you, I need, to, I need to make you aware of this. Some of the times you're going to run into an insurance company that doesn't care if you make it or not. So you're going to have to be creative, especially if you are living month to month. You're going to have to find ways to hang in there. Does that mean just hanging in there for a month? No. It could be a year. It could be two years. It could be five years before you turn that around. But I promise you this. If you stand your ground, if you fight to your best ability, you will somehow make it through. Will you shed a tear tear through through the process? More than likely. And if if it doesn't come out of your heart, it will probably come out of your eyes with tears. But that's okay. You know, think of it as a cleansing process. It's something that has happened that you had no control over. Okay, so that's really important, okay? Because harassment and intimidation are tactics to harm you physically, emotionally, and financially. Okay? So they want to break insurance. And that's frankly sad. Why in the world would you hurt someone you're supposed to help? Because you need more money for your investors who are already so rich, they need more money? Not. 
No, they don't need any more money. Who needs the money are the policyholders who paid you in case something happened like this. They would be protected, but they're not. So realize that these actions can be repeated for days, months, or years. So when they say, oh, no, this can't go on forever, they lied. It can go on forever. But guess what? You can go on forever, too. So this is why I talk a lot about the emotional IQ techniques. And the reason why I talk about it is because emotions are usually the things that uh, are messed with the most doing an insured, uh, insured process, okay, insurance claim process. You call them. You're all upset. Oh, my God, I've been in an accident. You know, you're all stressed out, you know, and you think they're the ones to talk to, but they're not. What are you going to say? When you pick up that phone to call your insurance, you're just going to tell them the facts. You're going to say, all right, this time, on this date, in this way, this happened. These are the people, right? In fact, get my book. Esther's car accident book, and in the back there's a list of questions and things to make sure that you write down at the scene of the accident. So if it happens to you, it'll keep the book in the car, and you'll have it there for some protection. And that book also has a lot of space that you can write things in to make sure that you remember the things that are most important. If you actually are in a car accident in 2017, every year I put out a calendar just for you so that you're able to document all the things that happen, to take notes during your conversations with, with your doctors or your lawyers or your insurance company. There's so much information that you're required to keep up with because you do not know when they're going to come back and ask you about it. And if you also need to be able to write down exactly what happened at that car accident scene when it's clear in your mind. Okay? Because... As time goes by, as you know, things tend to fade. So you want to make sure that you write down that information and make it so that it's important uh, to be or important to have it available if you need it. But emotional IQ, which is just emotional intelligence, and I consider that as being able to process information that's coming in from whoever you're dealing with during this process. Okay, it helps you to stay focused on what's important to you, and it, it helps to recognize bullies' attempts to play with your emotions. Pretty soon after you practice learning about emotional IQs, when people start to do things to you, you'll be going, wait a minute, there'll be like an alarm goes off in your, in your emotions, there's something wrong, something wrong, something wrong, stop, 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 right? It's going to say, no, my emotions are not for you to play with. I might be sick. I might be injured, I might be disabled, but you're not going to do that to me anymore. So it also helps you to uh, be proactive against these tactics and provide a responsible, healthy re uh, response for you. It's very important for you to take care of yourself. It's, it's, uh, it can be very scary out there when you don't know what's going to happen, whether you're going to even have a job or what's really going to go on. So I truly understand that. Uh, from my perspective, insurance harassers can act as ill-mannered as children. So when documenting behaviors, often they throw tantrums in so many different ways. If I, I wish I had time today just to write out a list at the number of ways these harassers have thrown tantrums. 
I think most people would be amazed because we don't think in terms of how uh, insurance would be acting after a collision. We usually try to give them credit on how they would be responding. And unfortunately, it's not. And as a tidbit, too, by the way, when you call your insurance company and they say to you, uh, we're going to record your information uh, on this thing, so that's fine because guess what? Most of our phones, most of our computers, if you can get on them, which I couldn't today, uh, most of them have a place that you can record the conversation too. Um, because it's not just in one street. If they're recording, you recording. If you don't want them to record, they don't have. You can say, "I don't want to be recorded. I would like to take notes, and I suggest that you do the same." Okay, so you don't have to go the other way. So, and also make sure that you recognize that when you're talking to insurance companies, most of the questions they ask are leading. So, in other words, they're open questions like. How was your day today, right? As if you're just going to go on, you know, on a thousand uh, sections of what your day was like. No, that's not what you're supposed to do. What you're supposed to do is be very specific about the the uh, questions that you answer. You don't want to to. They are not your best friend. In fact, they're not your friend at all. What they are are employers to the insurance company. And they have a job to do of taking your information, okay? If it's an employer in your human resources, it's the same thing. They are not your friend either. They work for the employer, and they are there to protect the interests of that corporation, okay? The same thing is, unfortunately, Social Security uh, has changed a bit, and, um, and I think that's just because of they have to contend with who's, who's actually uh, in the presidents and what they want and how they want to do things. Like right now, I don't know if you're aware of this before, I'd like to mention this before I forget or it slides away, is that Trump has decided about cutting Medicare. How can you cut Medicare from people who have very few resources, less than $400 a month, and that's you know what they're getting from you. They can't even live off of 400 and you're going to talk about cutting the Medicaid? And for what? So... Personally, I believe we all need to get out there and say, no, we don't want you cutting Social Security. We don't want you cutting Medicare. We don't want you cutting Medicaid. Okay? It's not like people on those resources have enough to live on as it is. The average amount is $1,300 a month. What's the average rent for most people? It's over $1,000, $1,200. Okay? That's not including food. That's not including insurance that you're required to pay on many different levels now. So there's a lot of things that are going on there that we need to say, oh, no, we're going to stand up and, and stop this. And our family members need to know about it. You need to tell them, did you know they're planning on cutting, uh, President Trump is intending on cutting uh, Medicaid of all places? Why doesn't he start at the top? If he wants to cut, cut something, why doesn't he start with the rich folks? The rich folks have more than enough. The poor folks don't even have enough. So why in the world will he cut something from somebody who's not making it as it is? I don't understand that. If you're going to make a society healthy, you don't start with the ones that have the least amount, the ones you can beat up and bully just because you have the resources and power to do so. What is, it, what is that about? That's wrong. If you are so big and so bold and so brave, 
check on the people at where you are. Why do you stoop so low, below, below anything that you have had to ever deal with to hurt people who've done nothing to you but are trying to survive? And don't even let me get on immigration. So I'm going to leave that one alone since I'm still just talking about insurance companies who don't pay you, okay? Another thing about if you find yourself uh, under surveillance, make sure that you alter your routine. And the reason why that's so important is because in most cases, they've already scattered out for weeks or months in advance before you even know they're there, where you go, how long you're there, the entrances, exits, so entrances and exits, exits, exits and entrances to any place from your home. And, and I think that's just pretty darn tacky. Uh, so they're going to bully you in ways that you probably haven't imagined. I mean, they will go as far as following you into the bathroom, okay? And I won't even tell you that they'll sit there and watch you if there's a hole enough in the stall to see. So <laughs> from my perspective, some of the things these people do go too far. And that's why you definitely always need to have a handheld camera and a cell phone if you can. The reason why I always recommend the, the regular camera is because sometimes your batteries will go dead on the cell phone and you'll need the handheld one. Or there'll be just times when you really just need to be able to get them with a handheld camera. But if you just have a cell phone, use it. I use mine a lot. In fact, I get a lot of information on, on harassment and intimidation on that phone. So make sure that you go out and look on my Facebook account, which is Talking About You with Estra, same as the name of the show, and also uh, Estra's Seattle on uh, Twitter and Estra's Radio. This, there's another one, too, and Estra's Blog Tips. So there's a lot of information out there, uh, and com is the official website. So there's a lot of information that you can find uh, that will help you to be able to see that. All right, what I'm going to do is I want to actually talk about a few things that uh, when you're a target of surveillance that you need to really look out for. Uh, but one of the other things I want to state again is that the 217 Car Accident Weekly Planner is available, and it's out on eBay, too. And, and another thing is, if you have a hard time finding me, do not be surprised, because sometimes, you know how you go out and you do a Google search, and I don't know, there might be 10 or 15 pages there, and, and you go out there and they say at the, on the, at the bottom of the last page, there are more of them out there if you'd like to look, Right. So you click on that link on the last page of the Google search engine or another search engine that you're looking at, and you'll see that there are actually 400 more topics that I have out there that are not showing, and that's because the insured harassers don't want you to see it. But it's very important if you're going through struggles or you just want to be able to be prepared in case something happens to you that you actually go out there and take a look at that and just go and look and see what they're hiding so you can see truly how much information is out there and how helpful it can be to you. So um, once you make up your mind to expose derogatory behavior from insurers, show what is being done and make sure that you do it in your way because a lot of times they'll try to 
kind of agitate you and push you in different ways and, and make you react in certain ways. You don't have time for that. You're sick. You're injured. You know, you don't. You want to be able to live life the way that you need to. So I want you to know for sure that you can go on and live your life. You don't have to be bullied all the time. I mean, they can try to bully you, but you don't have to accept them for bullying you. You can say, I'm going to go on and recover the best I can, uh, become as healthy as I can, uh, do whatever I can to make life better for me, because that's what it really is all about. A lot of times they'll try to scare people into saying, don't do this. You know, you'll go out and you'll see somebody. There was an, uh, an example out online for a long time about a guy who couldn't eat and he ate something, and they were trying to say that it was a fraud case. Don't be intimidated by their fraud tactics. You just become the best person you can. You heal in the best way you know how. You survive through these struggling times the best way you know how. I have a lot of information out on my site that I hope will not only encourage you, but also find you'll find insights. For example, if you go on vacation, a lot of times these insurance harassers will also go with you. They'll try to bully you. <laughs> on one of my last vacations, we actually uh, went to Los Angeles, and they hacked into my uh, Google, or not mine, but Google Maps, as I was using them to find out where I was going, and they'll just shut it off. In fact, they like to make it so like, if you have like your battery is actually, you know, at least 50%, they can also just zap it and knock it down, and it'll be like it, you have no battery when you actually did have it two seconds ago. So there's a lot of strategies that they might use. So my the moral of that story I learned is if I ever have to take directions or I need directions to print them out before I go so that you make sure that you're able to get. Fortunately, I had a pretty good sense of direction. I got a little lost, but I was able to find my way back and do what I needed to do. Um, you can go through airports and you can get strange things happening where all of a sudden they're asking you to, to uh, do things that you shouldn't have to do. And actually, I have an article out there on on the airport, too. So I've got things on there so you can see about basic and crazy things that can happen to you while going through an airport, things that crazy things that can happen to you when you're in a hotel, things that can happen to you while driving. When I tell you this is an endless list, it is an endless list. But what I can tell you is that every time harassers try to intimidate and bully and mess things up, I choose not to give up. Is it always easy? No, it's not. But if you're determined to stay true, and guess what? We are a team. All of us together can make changes in legislation to stop the bullying. Because, frankly, to me, it really is just bullying. I'm going to take a moment now and read you about one of, read you one of the disability surveillance targets. I'm going to read you day nine. Uh, so you can kind of get a feel for going out there and actually uh, doing a little reading yourself on it. Okay, it says, once you make up your mind to expose derogatory behavior, show what is being done by insured harassers, do it your way and in your time. Don't let them push you around, forcing you to do things on insured harassers' timetables. 
I have to stop for a minute. I always have so much to say. I mean, after several years of harassment, intimidation, bullying to the max, uh, you'll always have a lot to say. And, in fact, I know that there's millions of us out there. So that's why I think it's so important for all of us to get together, talk about these things, initiate uh, legislation. I'd like to start here in Washington State, but if there's other people in other states who want to start up at the same time, that would be great if we had at least one person in every state and we could also all build up these initiatives. That would be wonderful because there's no reason why we all should have to put up with this um, when we have done nothing wrong and we're certainly not deserving of this type of behavior. All right, I'll try to, to continue reading without too many stops, but I'll tell you, there's always so much to say. They know you're injured, disabled, and often traumatized. Often insure harassers' torture tactics include drivers in large numbers to cause suffering to injured. In other words, this is a great tactic that they like for bullying. They like to switch in and out of lanes in front of you, cross over in front of you. They'll like One of the things I definitely would like to warn you about is be, be careful because a lot of them have switches on their cars where their lights, the, their back, brake lights do not come on. Um, they'll actually slow down quickly uh, in front of you and hoping that you'll re-end them. They're, they're, they've got a lot of tactics that they actually do to try to put you in really bad situations. So that's and particularly while driving. So, And they know that most people have been traumatized after a collision. So they know that you it will take time for you to be able to respond necessarily in ways to protect yourself. But I say just make sure that you know when you know what they're doing, um, it makes it a lot easier. In fact, I've had them, some uh, people throw things out of the window at us and uh, almost cause collision. I've seen them just pull out at strange times, hoping that they could cause me to swerve in a lane and cause collision. So just be aware that they're not the nicest people, okay? All right, I'll, I'll try to go on with a paragraph or two before interrupting you again. Often insured harasser torture taxes include drivers in large numbers to cause suffering to injured. They recognize from repeated bullying, I have to say that again, repeated bullying, and that's why I believe Patty Murray, I hope you're listening to this tonight, and Governor Jay Inslee and the Attorney General of Washington, because this is supposed to be under your preview. And when you allow insurers to harass policyholders after collision and filing a claim and do nothing about it, to me I'm wondering, you know, why are you guys there in that position? When you say you'll go out and fight with for other causes, frankly, this is as important as any other cause, or cause because millions and millions of people are injured every single day in collisions. All right, I'll go on. I told you I had a lot to say. Therefore, you must know yourself better than anyone so you, know, so you can identify how, why, and their purpose, okay? And I need to go back on a sentence so you can understand it. I said, they recognize from repeated bullying the harm it flicks on those with car collision memories. Therefore, you must know whether, you must know yourself better than anyone else so you can identify how, why, and their purpose. And this way, your mind can process their behaviors and respond accordingly to protect yourself. And to me, if I would boil everything down into one sentence, that would be it. 
for you to be able to evaluate and analyze what they're doing to you and be able to process that information about their behavior so that you can respond accordingly to protect yourself because it really that is really the key. Self-protection is vital when dealing with insurer harassment and intimidation. Accomplishing daily activities when recovering in most cases means moving slower than usual. Now add bullying attempting to slow you down further can mean progress at the speed of a turtle. Don't we know about that one? Therefore, be patient with yourself and determine to move past actions of those without your best intentions. And that's also a key thing. You need to be able to take a look at those around you and figure out are they the ones who are working in your best interest or if they're not. And it doesn't mean that you want someone to, to be favorable of you. You just want them to be fair. And unfortunately, in this type of uh, claim process, I haven't found that to necessarily be the case. All right. Accomplishing daily activities when recovering in most cases means moving slower than usual. Uh, Now adding bullies, attempting to slow you down can mean progress at the speed of a turtle. Therefore, be patient with yourself and determine to move past actions of those without your best intentions. Can you be overwhelmed on a good day or a bad day by bullying? Only if not focusing on what's an important thing in your life. Okay, recognize insurer harassment's purpose is to distract, disorganize, retaliate, intimidate in order to force compromising positions. Let me say that because to me that's also a critical part of it, okay? Recognize insurer harassment's purpose is to distract, disorganize, retaliate, intimidate in order to force compromising positions. Their employer only wins when you give up and don't speak out about bad behaviors. And to me, that's what abuse is. When you don't speak out and you don't say what's going on and you just let them harm you and hurt you, that's not right. Don't ever think you need to stand for somebody else's abuse because you don't. When you decide you're going to take what they're giving, that's when defeat comes. You don't have to be defeated by their behavior. When silent, when being abused, it demonstrates tactics that will work not only on you, but other insurance policyholders and will allow them to keep premiums paid by all insurance, which we know is wrong. This is why anytime benefits or settlements are delayed, denied, or something in between, speak out about it to others. Let them know insurance companies will, that will not treat them well. I'm sorry, my lips kind of got, you talk sometimes so much and your mouth gets dry. Let them know insurance companies may not treat the insurance well when they need it the most. And it, isn't that an awful thing when an insurance company, when you're just, I mean, it's just like the worst day of your life or pretty close to it, and you expect the help and then they just turn their back on you? Why in the world would they do that? That's a shame whether that's an employer, an auto insurance company, social security disability, a long-term disability company, or a short-term disability. It's sad because they're not doing what they promised. 
we can make a difference where we place our money. Currently, with insurance companies that may not be working in your interest, consider switching to another company. However, make sure to do the homework on the company you're going to because there's nothing worse than jumping where? From the fire or from the frying pan into the fire. That is not an optimal position to be in, right? Choose the best time to make that transition to that it's, it's what's best for you. So regardless of the insurance commissioner's ability to help with insurer situations, you still have a voice and options. Use voice and talents to aid insured civil rights legislation to become a reality. So whatever insured harassers have done to you, the chances of them doing the same thing to another insurance policyholder will be reduced or eliminated. Isn't that where we really want to be, where we just get the common respect and dignity of the insurance companies paying out like they promised? Policyholders should have the equal rights as insurance companies, especially when insurers are the ones we, the insured, are the ones paying for the services. I mean, to me, when insurance companies don't pay out their policyholders, they're sending a bad signal. They're sending the signal that we're not important. Only our premiums are. And there's something definitely that needs to change about that picture. Well, I hope you've enjoyed the show today. Let me know what you think about our new format, although it was a little off today because of being hacked and not being able to get on, but we still got through today. So let me know. You can send me at Esther's Radio Show on Twitter or talking about you with Esther on Facebook. The the more we know about our rights concerning a car accident, the better off life for injured and disabled will become. Thank you for participating in today's program. Until next week, drive safe, be hopeful, and help each other. This is Estra, your car accident advocate in Seattle, Washington, USA. When you need me, I'll be here at estrascarwreckhelp.com. Enjoy your Saturday night.